live from Buffalo Wild Wings. This is Unnecessary Roughness. Here's your boy Q. We are live at Buffalo Wild Wings. Four o'clock on the dot. Plenty of drink specials going on. Happy hour going on. Golden Knights on the TVs. Getting ready for the World Series. Phillies and Astros. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. This is leading into the weekend. My man P.E. from North Carolina. He's actually in town this weekend. Shout out to P.E. Going to have to hook up with him at some point. It's going to be a fun one, man. Getting ready in preparation for the game on Sunday. Raiders and Saints. Kickoff is 10 a.m. Hear the game right here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. He's going to join the show at 430. We're going to talk a little college football, talk some NFL, talk about where you need to lay your money, who to lay your money on, try to win some money like Danny does all the time. Danny drove all the way to Arizona to open up a – would you open up – what would you do, Danny? I drove down to the Arizona border to open up a um, Barstool Sportsbook account. <laughs> So all the sports books that we have here in town weren't enough. You had to drive to another state. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they just have I over the last like year, year and a half or so, I've become more of a prop better and not an actual spread better. Okay, so what's the, what's the I know the prop that you have going with the seven touchdowns, but what's a good prop bet that you have going right now, or, or well, a prop last, bet that you're looking forward last to? Last night, one okay. of, one of my bigger prop bets that I won was a Kenyon Drake anytime touchdown. Ooh, former Raider Kenyon Drake right there. There it is. Danny's trying to put that knife in the side of the of Raider Nation. That's angry that Kenyon Drake's not a run. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. Kenyon Drake, I like how he always, after the game, he goes to Twitter and he always says something like, and they said that I fell off or something like that. He always uh, is, is tweeting out about how he's doing. But, no, I, I always, I'm not mad at Kenyon Drake. Got to let the haters know. Yeah, hey, hey man, you got to let them know. But Kenyon Drake, that's cool. So that was a good little prop bet for you. What, uh, right what now, you right now, I currently have uh, Golden Knights to score uh, four or more goals in the game. Okay, they, they so got I one need, right now, I right? Three more. Oh boy. Uh, and then for the World Series, I have the Astros winning. Okay. That's uh, plus three, uh, four thirty. You got them to win the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hmm. All right. And uh, I don't know if you guys heard on the press box earlier this week, but I accidentally messed up. Uh-oh. And I I went to hedge by taking Phillies, just toss a little money on there for them to win the World Series. Yeah. Accidentally took them to win game one. So I'm rooting for them tonight, but I'm rooting for the Astros in the whole series. Gotcha, gotcha. That's what happens when you mess up your bet, Danny. You can't be messing up your bet. Aren't the, uh, aren't the Phillies, I think, no, isn't there a prop bet where they, to, I think it's plus one and a half games? Yeah, you can do game spreads. Yeah. Uh, they have plus one and a half, plus two and a half. Gotcha. Okay. That's one that I uh, I was talking with uh, with a buddy, and they said basically they just need to get to, what, a game five? Game no, six? To, be, to be plus one and a half yeah. and win, you would have to – oh, yes, I'm sorry, game – no, game you, seven. Would it go to game seven? It would have to go game seven. Oh, that's good because you got that two. Yep. That's right. I got you. All right. All right, look. We're working it out, man. That's why Lee Sterling's going to join us at 4.30. I don't claim to be the expert, but I know that my guy next to me, Danny, he's got this thing covered, man. He's all over it. So uh, Lee Sterling's going to join us, but if you need some some side hustle uh, information, come down here and see Danny. Danny will tell you everything he needs to know. He's probably got like 18 apps on his phone. It's wearing his phone down. He's driving across the border. He's doing all kind of stuff. It's not 18, but it's close. Is it really? No, I think I have like... Seven accounts. Yeah, that's close. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's close. <laughs> that's way too many for me. 
All right, let's get to Josh McDaniels and some of his sound that he had from uh, from the week. And, and also today he met with us at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center today to talk about the game coming up against the Saints. And, of course, it's going to be a tough one. And he also met with us on Wednesday. So I got a couple pieces of sound from Wednesday and then the rest are from today. But they're all Saints-related. And the first one is just the style of play. It's a pretty lengthy answer from head coach Josh McDaniels, but it's just about the style of play when you're facing the New Orleans Saints. Very physical, um, very I mean, this is as tough and physical as a group, I'd say, on the whole, um, as you're going to as you're going to see. And I'm talking about every phase of the of the game of football. Um, Dennis, uh, you know, he's it's a first time first year head coach, but he's been there for a long time. And so his philosophy and his um, the way he wants to play defense is obviously very well ingrained in their players, um, you know. Pete Carmichael has been there with Sean for a long time. You know, really, there's a lot of continuity in this organization when you talk about, you know, Sean Payton being there from 06 to 21, and now, you know, there's a lot of people that are still there, you know, the general manager, the way they built the team. You know, there's a lot of continuity. So um, they know exactly who they are. They know what their identity is. They play to it. Um, They've been in – they they played seven games, and – all but one of them was a one-score game, you know, to finish, whether they won or lost. So very similar to us. They've been in a lot of close games. Um, it's a tough physical group. They're explosive, I'd say, in all three phases. Offensively, they can score in one play, um, you know, with a lot of different skill players. They're very fast. Um, defensively, you know, the guys on the edge, Davenport, Jordan, I mean, they, they can get to the quarterback quickly. Um, you know, nobody's touched the ball more than Tyron Matthews since he's been in the league. So, um, you know, and we know they had a lot of guys that have been injured, um, <clears throat> but we're preparing for the, for everybody on their roster right now. Uh, you know, they've had a little extra time to hopefully heal up on their end, and, you know, we'll see who ends up playing, but we're preparing for all their guys. But it's a very explosive group, very tough, very physical in all three phases, play very hard in a kicking game. Um, and you know, playing down there on the road in this stadium is a is always a big challenge. It's going to be noisy. Um, you know, that's always an added burden uh, when you go in there and play them. Um, so, you know, a lot of things to prepare for. A lot of new players to get used to and and learn. Uh, that's basically what we're hard at work at doing today. That was Hicko's Josh McDaniels from Wednesday, just talking about the style of play of the New Orleans Saints, what they bring to the table, offensively, defensively, and in the kicking game as well and so one of the players that he talked about when he talked about the defense was the edge rushers and he mentioned cam jordan by name and that dude is a challenge that dude is a monster he is great at getting to the quarterback so here's coach mcdaniels talking about the challenge that is cam jordan this guy's a great he's a great football player great leader um almost never comes out of the game which is unbelievable um i mean i've we've played him a number of times and every time you you ask the same question, you, you know, uh, well, what percentage of the game is he playing? And, you know, it's 98%, 99%, you know, and for a guy that's that physical, that tough, that aggressive, um, you know, this guy is just, uh, you know, he's a warrior and he's really physical, um, really good rusher, knows all the tricks, um, speed to power, can spin, um, you know, understands who he's rushing against, really good run defender. Um, you know, he's just a very disruptive player, you know, so um, his production over the course of his career, I mean, honestly, it's it's second to none in many cases, second to only a few in others. Um, but in terms of being able to be productive over a long period of time, there's not many people that can claim the production that he has. So 
um, it'd be a great challenge for us. A tremendous player. There you go. Hit coach Josh McDaniels talking about Cam Jordan, and that's a guy I talk about game records. Max Crosby is a game wrecker. Cam Jordan is a game wrecker. Micah Parsons, game wrecker. You know, guys like that, the elite of the elite that, that just they get into that zone. Khalil Mack, game wrecker. You know, I thought actually Khalil Mack had fallen off from the game wrecker, uh, you know, that, that category when he was in Chicago. But from what I've seen from him with the Chargers, he's a game wrecker again. So uh, there's certain guys that can really do that and really disrupt the game flow. Cam Jordan is one of them. He gets a lather going. It's almost like, like Steph Curry when he starts shooting threes. And all of a sudden, you know that no matter what he shoots, he can't miss. Cam Jordan gets into that lather. He gets fired up, and it's almost like there's nobody that's going to stop him. You know, he does that. He does that DJ Khaled that Demi likes to say. He's all the way up, right? That's what that's what Cam Jordan does at a certain point. He goes all the way up. So uh, that's, he's a tough dude. He's a tough dude to block once he gets going. So the Raiders are going to have their work cut out from him. Now, today at the presser, Josh McDaniels was asked multiple questions, including one. Hondo Carpenter actually led us off today, and uh, or led us off today. And uh, it was funny the way he said it because he was talking about the quote that Alvin Kamara had when he was uh, talking to the the New Orleans media about basically the Saints are going to whoop the Raiders' ass. But he didn't say it exactly like that. But Hondo said it exactly like Alvin Kamara did. And Demond, I know you were monitoring the presser. Did it kind of blow your mind? Did it make you laugh when you heard how Hondo uh, started the presser off? Yes, it did, because you're like, oh, he's trying to, you know, phrase it, you know, respectfully. Yeah. You don't want to be, you know, talking to the coach verbatim with the quote. Right. But then he just went almost verbatim with the quote. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you can see it on Josh McDaniel's face a little bit. Like, you asking me this? Right. It was so funny. And looking around the room, we all kind of looked like, whoa. Because I knew he was going to ask that question. I thought it was a fantastic question. He's basically asking if, you know, you could take what a player says or a coach says like what Alvin Kamara had to say, and make sure that your team hears about it, right? So it's like bulletin board material so they know, hey, these guys are very confident that they're going to beat you. And I thought it was a great question. I just didn't think he was going to word it like that, but he did. And it was just funny, and it made head coach Josh McDaniels laugh. It made Will Kiss. Will Kiss was rolling. He was standing oh, on the sideline like, oh, he was like, oh, my. <laughs> I mean, he looked at me, and his eyes got big like, okay. Cool. Because <laughs> like, I'm not going to ask you to comment on specifically what he said, but if you didn't know what he said, Right. Here's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so for anyone who doesn't know what Alvin Kamara said, again, he basically said that the Saints are going to whoop the Raiders' ass, and they're going to do it for Dennis Allen. So, you know, Hondo asked Coach McDaniels, does he use that? Does he make sure that that information gets back to his players? I mean, I'm kind of – I think we, we it depends on the situation or the circumstances. Um I have a ton of respect for that player and this organization. And, um, you know, look, we all want to try to do the right thing. We all want to try to play hard. We're all going to get ready and do our best here this week. Um, I know they are. I have a great deal of respect for Dennis, their whole organization. And, and I know that players say things sometimes, coaches say things sometimes that, you know, you know when it's said, it can kind of, you know, you can take it a lot of different ways. I think that's probably the way he feels, you know, and, you know, I hope we feel like we're going to go down there and we're going to play a good football game and, you know, hopefully we're going to come out on top. So um, I, I tend to, uh, I'd say, take those with a grain of salt. Um, I, I definitely, you know, that's not going to win or lose the game either way. There's Coach McDaniels, and he, uh, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't laughing, you know, very long. He, he answered the question. Again, I thought it was a good question. Uh, you know, for what Honda was trying to get out of him. And I, and I thought there was, you know, some good stuff because, look, 
if I'm the coach, I, I would want the players to know that. Hey, these guys are super confident. Like, I don't think you need that as motivation to get fired up for an NFL game. You really don't need that. But it doesn't hurt to have a little bit extra, little extra something-something. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. So I thought that was a fantastic question, actually, by Hondo. Uh, another soundbite uh, was one that I asked them, and it was about getting off to a quick start. And it's one of my big keys to the game. I think they need to get off to a quick start because they're taking on the Saints that – Look, I know that they struggle at times. I know that they've turned the ball over a lot. But if they get rolling and they get clicking, they can score some points quick, fast, and hurry. And you don't want to become a one-dimensional team where all of a sudden you're trying to play catch-up. So I asked Coach McDaniel straight up, you know, about getting off to a quick start. How important is that against a good offensive team? Yeah, I mean, it's always important, like you said. Um, you know, the start of the game, there's such a correlation towards – having some element of control, um, you know, and we, you know, we kind of played the first few weeks of the season, I'd say backwards a little bit where you fall behind and then, you know, you lose balance. The other team has balance. You know, you got to defend everything on every play and, you know, and so it's, I think it just benefits every team, you know, every team would play better with a lead, you know, so um, going down there, hostile environment, good football team, tough place to play, well-coached, uh, they have obviously they've they've you know they 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 want to try to you know get themselves rolling here too and they got a good football team so I think getting ahead and trying to trying to start as well as we can obviously that'll be a big point of emphasis doesn't mean anything in at the end of the day you know the score at the end of the first quarter doesn't mean it, it you know the game's going to go our way or not but uh, you know I think everybody would would agree that it's better to try to get off to a good start. There you go, Coach McDaniel's talking about getting off to a quick start and. You know what it could mean, and again, it doesn't mean just because they get off. Even if they get off to a twenty-one nothing lead in the first quarter, it doesn't mean they're going to win the game. It just means that they got off to a better start. And you know what he said about starting the season backwards. I agree with hundred percent. I feel like those first couple games against the Chargers, uh, even the Cardinals. I mean, I, I know the Cardinals they got off to a twenty nothing lead in the first half, but even then, it just kind of felt like that they weren't really that one cohesive unit. They weren't balanced, right? They were just kind of relying more on the passing game, but. You know, in the Tennessee game, they got behind and they had to come back and, and all that stuff. It's just they, they just like he said, they kind of got off to a, a backwards start. And so, uh, you know, against Houston, they, they came out of the gate slow. Luckily for them, the Texans came out of the gate slow as well. Right. I can't guarantee you that the Saints are going to come out slow. So I think it's very important, uh, especially going to, uh, uh, you know, another time zone, kicking off early, having an early kickoff for, for us here. It's 10 a.m that they get off to a quick start, that they don't come out of the gate sluggish. That's gonna, that, that would be bad, put them in a bad hole, I think, early in the game. Uh, the final, final soundbite that I want you to hear from head coach Josh McDaniels about the run game, the success of that, and how it actually helps play action pass. You know, I've always looked at it like both can help the other. You know, sometimes there's games where you need to throw it first and back them off a little bit to be able to maybe make it a little easier, create a little bit more space in the running game. Uh, certainly if you run it well and they feel obligated to get down there and do more things defensively to stop the run, then that can you know present opportunities. But I think the execution of either, um, you know, you can't guarantee anything anymore in today's NFL. You, you can't say, well, we're going to get a post safety or we're going to get an eight-man box or they're going to play cover two. You really can't guarantee any of that. Certainly can't guarantee it this week with Dennis and the way they play. So, um, they do a lot of different things. We're going to have to be able to handle whatever the look is that we get. Um, and, you know, and it's great to say, well, we only we throw it versus this and run it versus that. I mean, 
you know, that's not that's not real life. So, um, you know, I think that more importantly, the execution of whatever the play is that's called, I think the players have done a really good job of doing that. And I think any success we've had should start there with the players. And they got a rumble going on. It's a rumble in the jungle in the fortress right now. Uh, the Golden Knights, that was great. The goalie, the goalie. Da- Danny, hop on real quick. Yeah. I-, I only caught the end of that. The goalie, all I saw was so, s- some player flying in the air. So Anaheim took a took a shot, and Thompson came up with a pretty big save. Okay. And then uh, it looked like the Duck player hit Thompson after he made the save right there. He oh, hit okay. him with the okay. stick in the head. Yeah. Sit and- your ass down. <laughs> And then, and then you got a VGK player coming in and grabs yeah. the duck by the back of the neck and pulls him back. Nice, that was that was cool. So then a, there are a couple couple scrums break out, and it looks like I don't know if it's power play or offsetting penalties. It might be four on four hockey right now. Nice, nice. That was the goal. Oh yeah, he pulled him down, but the goalie gave him the business too. I like oh, that. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, guys. I just saw the tweet from um, Carlo, who used to work here at Lotus. He said, "Logan ain't effing around." Is it, uh, so? Is Logan Thompson really getting after it like this? Yeah, he put a he put a stick in the duck's chest as he was being pulled backwards, and it it looked like he had put a lot of weight into the hit, but I don't know. It's uh, I you, wish these refs had let this fight go on. Right. You know what I love the most though about this. Is watching it and watching the replay. You see all the people that are right up against the glass where the fight's going on, and they all have their phone out and they're recording. And then there's one lady that has her hand on her face, and she's like, "Oh my, yeah, oh my." Uh, <laughs> so it looks like it's going to be. That's awesome. So there's two knights in the box. I think one of them is because Thompson got a penalty. Obviously, goalies can't go in the box. Nice. But okay. uh, I think it might be. Three on four right now. All right. Well, we'll keep you updated on that. Good stuff. Uh, this is some of the action that you can check out here at Buffalo Wild Wings. Thank you, Danny, for that little update right there. I told you, Danny's my sidekick, man. He's got us covered here. But uh, we're at Buffalo Wild Wings on Eastern and Henderson. Uh, the World Series is going to f- have first pitch at 5.05. We got a lot of good people here. Vegas Pete, Vegas Jess, my man Jason's here. Demi's here. She done changed outfits about eight times. She's got a silver nice shirt on. She's got a Topo Chico hat on. She's got a tie-dye shirt. She's got all kind of – she got Raider shorts, pants on. Demi's doing the most, man, but that's what Demi do. Demi do the most. <laughs> that's why we love her. So, uh, yeah, come on by, hang out with us. We're having a good time. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. He'll join us at 430. We got your calls and texts coming up next. It's Raider Nation Radio 920. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Bruce Buffer, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. It's time! Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. 422 is the time. Coming up about 4.30. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. Let you know where to lay your money at this weekend. Where you can win some money. How you can win some money. He'll join us about 4.30. Again, for ParamountSports.com. We're here at Buffalo Wild Wings in Henderson on Eastern. Got all the friends and family out right now watching VGK against Anaheim. And, Danny, can you give us an update on the score of the game? What happened while we were away? Of course, while we were in break, what happened? Right when we went to break, uh, one of the the Ducks players took a shot from his own guy right at the midsection, and uh, he went down, got up kind of limping, but uh, VGK went on a breakaway, 
uh, shorthanded, Riley Smith put his 100th goal as a VGK player nice. in the back of the net. 2-0 VGK. Boom. And everyone here erupted, Damon. Everyone here erupted. And we were, and I looked at everyone and I said, we're in commercial break. <laughs> we're, you <laughs> were they, do, were they doing it for you? Well, were they doing it for, I mean, like, for the air, like, for the. I mean, I was hoping that it would happen like that on the air. You know, me, I'm always, everything, my life is on the air. So everything that happens, I, I'm hoping that it happens on the air. And, of course, that did not happen on the air. So that was disappointing. But VGK up 2 and nothing is great. And they, I'll tell you what, man, I always say a little something-something in your, in your neck. They got a little something in their neck today, man. VGK is a little edgy today. I like it, man. The goalie, he ain't messing around. He is not taking no mess from nobody. I can appreciate that. And uh, I would not be surprised to see them scrapping a little bit more later on in this game. This is a good one. So 2 nothing right now, VGK over uh, Anaheim. So there you go. That's a little update. Again, we're at Buffalo Wild Wings. we got a lot of prizes for you. I'm looking at this Just Win Baby sweatshirt, courtesy of Coors Light. Nice T-shirts, courtesy of Coors Light. they got all kind of stuff here. Raider Nation Radio 920 koozies. Uh, we got a soul hat. How about this, Demon? You're a hat guy. What about this hat? See this hat? Got a nice little colorful hat. Yo, I'd rock it. I know you probably wear that to the uh, your NASCAR event that you'd go to. <laughs> oh man, I'm going to everything. You know, I, what, you know what you would look like with this hat on? Tell Rem me. Remember, white man can't jump. Remember the the hat that Woody Harrelson was wearing? Yes, I could be Billy. Yeah, Billy Ho, Billy Ho. Yeah, that's it. I got you. That's funny. We're gonna get you that hat. We're going to bring home that hat for DeMond so he can rock that one. I'm not a hat guy, so I don't need to have it, but DeMond does. So, yeah, we'll, we'll hook that up for you. But everyone else, come on by. There's plenty of stuff to get hooked up with. We're here. We're excited about the World Series. First pitch is at 5.05. Of course, uh, there is no UNLV this weekend. They have a bye, and then the Raiders play on Sunday. So, man, there's a lot to like about the weekend, a lot to like about tonight, all the different sporting events that are going on. Funny story, DeMond. I got a couple texts I got to get to as well. But uh, funny, I'm going to do uh, ESPN National tonight with Courtney Cronin, right? She does a good job covering the Chicago Bears. But we're going to come on ESPN National following the World Series. So I'm so excited about this, right? The World Series, it's game one. We get to watch it, document it, and then, boom, come on the radio and talk about it. Like, it doesn't get any better than that. It's going to be fantastic. And then I'm going to double down, and tomorrow morning – at 7 a.m., matter of fact, because we have on our sister station ESPN Las Vegas, we have Throw the Flag, right, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. with uh, with Willie and Gooch over at uh, at uh, at uh, Treasure Island. Treasure Island, yeah, thank you. I've got so many locations in my head. So anyway, they're on from 9 to 11. Well, tomorrow morning from 7 to 9, me and Amber Wilson are going to be part of College uh, Tailgate on ESPN. So it's going to be me and Amber leading into Willie and Gooch on our airways on ESPN Las Vegas. So it's going to be a tough go. act to follow. I mean, I'm just saying, I think that those two back-to-back, those two shows back-to-back, you want to talk about your college football Saturday. It's going to be fantastic. So late night tonight on ESPN Radio and then early tomorrow morning on ESPN Radio. And then what's after that? What do I do after that tomorrow? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Are you going to go join Demon? No, hell no. <laughs> I got to deal with this guy Monday through Friday, man. Yeah, was, like that's what you, because you were like, what are you doing after? Man, no clue. <laughs> I got to go get my hair cut. Oh. <laughs> Big <dummy. laughs> oh I thought you were going to meet him up at the racetrack. No, no, but DeMond is going to be, <laughs> we talked about Riley Smith. Danny talked about his 100th goal as a, as a golden knight. 
You're going to be hanging with with, uh, with Riley Smith tomorrow. Tell us about it. Yeah, I'm going to be hanging with my uh, close personal friend, Riley Smith. I mean, we're going to go ahead and get that started. Am I right? 100th goal. You know, we'll be cutting it up. You know, we're going to be at Centennial and Ann right off the 95 at the uh, Toyota dealership. This is what I want from you. This is what I want from you. You have. This is how you achieve your goal. You have to get an interview with Riley Smith. You have to interview him tomorrow. Oh, and done. bring it to the show for Monday. Oh, done. I'll be like a hockey wizard, man. You know, if you want my analysis, man, I could break it down like no, no other. No, I want no. I want him to actually think you know what you're talking about. So just ask him, <laughs> what was it like getting your 100th goal as a member of the Golden Knights on, uh, on Friday night as we were all paid? It's like, I want you to ask some in-depth questions like that. Yeah, cute. Like I said, close personal friends. The friendship, by the time by that interview is done, you'll be like, oh, Damon and Riley have known each other for years. All right. That's I want to hear it on Monday. I better feel the passion. That's right. Monday. Monday I'll be here on these very airways, Raider Nation Radio 920. So we'll be talking about the Raiders. We'll be talking about some player or two that had a big game and helped the Raiders win. And we'll also hear from Riley Smith because DeMond will secure the interview as he's there with them. So uh, there you go. I like that. Now, I do have a couple text messages I want to get to, and then we'll get to Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com uh, talking about things uh, about the game and, and uh, about – different players that could possibly step up uh let's see we got a text from mailman raider uh abram defensively he's the scariest raider he'll truck stick me like a madden player i'm good so that's kind of talking about the halloween uh who's the scariest player so that's from uh, mailman raider appreciate that uh also got a text from zeke a couple texts from zeke in bakersfield then we'll take a break uh q real quick we ain't got nothing in Bakersfield, man. Dave & Buster's and a place called The Boulevard, which is basically a knockoff to Dave & Buster's. I try and go to Vegas as much as possible. That's from Zeke. And then also, and on a serious note, this is a really good text from Zeke, and we appreciate you sharing. I'm hoping for a Raiders win this Sunday. The first is my brother's three-year anniversary of his passing at 35 years young. He was a big fan, and fingers crossed they could put up 35 exactly with the win. Go Raiders. That's from Zeke in Bakersfield. And you know what? First of all, thanks for sharing that, Zeke. I appreciate you. Of course, you know, we got your back 100%. That's what Raider Nation does. And that would be awesome. 35 points. I mean, that's, that's the number I'm looking for now. I, man, that would be awesome if they were able to get 35 points on Sunday for your brother who will be, you'll be, uh, you know, celebrating his life on the, on the first. And that's all that we can do. Any of us that are in that kind of position ever, that's all we can do is celebrate the life of our loved ones. So there you go. On the first, you celebrate his life. And uh, hopefully the Raiders put up that 35 points that you're looking for. That would be awesome. Thank you so much again, Zeke in Bakersfield. 429 is the time. We're here at Buffalo Wild Wings on Eastern in Henderson. Coming up next, Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. He'll join the show to talk about winning some money. It's Raider Nation Radio 920. It's time to take a look at the lines that can help win you some money with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. Brought to you by Joe's Stone Crab, located inside the Caesars Forum Shops, here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And Lee Sterling joins us now on the phone lines to talk all things betting lines, which you need to know as you head into the weekend. And Lee, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. As always, we're in week eight of the NFL season. We'll talk about some NFL games. We'll talk about some college games. Let's go ahead and jump right into it, man. I'm excited about some of these plays this weekend. We'll start off in the college game, Lee. We'll start with the Georgia Bulldogs going up against the Florida Gators. I'm sure you know a little something about these teams. The Bulldogs are 7-0. The Gators are 4-3. And the Bulldogs Bulldogs are favored by 22 and a half over Florida. Break this one down for us. All right. So everyone's talking, at least the experts, so-called experts, 
saying Anthony Richardson, only seven touchdown passes. Okay. Yeah, but he still scored 29 on Utah, 33 on Tennessee, and 35 on LSU. For Georgia to cover, if Florida just scores 20, uh, Georgia's going to have to score probably 45 or more points. That is tough and probably not likely. Stetson Bennett, fine, but I doubt he plays in the NFL. And Georgia's defense, not up to even close to last year's standards, only seven sacks in seven games. I think Florida's pass defense pretty darn good. They've allowed just eight touchdowns, and they've gotten six sacks. They've got some pretty good talent back there. I think Georgia wins 35-25, but in maybe the ultimate uh, rivalry game, I think Florida covers the 22.5 points. There you go. 22.5 points or something like that. Numbers like that always make me nervous in college, right? I mean, that's a lot of points in college. Everything has to go right. you got to play well. The other team has to play poorly. got to get turnovers and maybe a little help from the refs. No doubt about it. There you go. Georgia Bulldogs minus 22.5 versus Florida. Georgia wins the game and improves to 8-0, but Florida covers right there. Again, we're talking with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com on Twitter at Paramount Sports here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. One more college game. How about TCU, the Horn Frogs, 7-0 right now, playing great ball in the Big 12, going up against West Virginia. Not so much. They're 3-4 and four on the season. TCU is minus 7.5 versus West Virginia. Thoughts on this one, Lee? West Virginia just didn't even show up last week in Lubbock. I mean, got blown out. Um, but they've beaten TCU four straight seasons. And West Virginia quarterback JT Daniels looks good sometimes and awful, but he rarely has two bad games in a row. So I expect him to rebound. They got this running back, this kid Donaldson from Miami. He was expected to be a receiver. He's like 6'5, 6'6, uh, goes like 235, 240 pounds. And I think they're going to get the running game going here. TCU had every break go their way. Last week, they're down. They're losing, I mean, 28 to 10. And right. then all of a sudden, Kansas State not only lost their first quarterback, lost their second quarterback. I'd allow to come back here. I think the dream ends on Saturday. Woo. We're going to go the upset. Wrong team favored in Morgantown, West Virginia outright over TCU. Oh, man, TCU yeah. taking their first L of the season. Oh, my TCU yeah. friends will not be happy about that one right there as they're seven-and-a-half-point favorites against West Virginia. Lots of TCU family and friends will be upset about that. There you go. Lee Sterling with the big upset. Again, ParamountSports.com. He's with us here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. Let's turn our attention now to the NFL. How about the Philadelphia Eagles and the Pittsburgh Steelers? The Eagles are undefeated. 6-0 on the season. The Steelers are 2-5. and five. This is a big point spread as well. The Eagles minus 10.5 against the Steelers. How you break this one down, Lee? So, Philadelphia's making a move, and they realize the NFC is not real strong this year. Uh, they were playing the AFC, and they had to get by Buffalo in Kansas City. They may not have made the trade, but they made the trade for Robert Quinn. I think it's going to be a big upgrade to their defense, and I mean, Pittsburgh, they're facing the team. You know, Pittsburgh's 27th in running the football. This is not the Steelers that you remember from their past. Their offensive line is awful. Matt Canada, offensive coordinator, I think he's going to be done maybe in a couple games, almost for sure at the end of the year. Just some bizarre play calling. You know, like sometimes like third and one going for bombs, third and five, third and six going for a two and out. I just think it's too uneven there. Jalen Hurts, I don't know if he's a MVP 
uh, candidate, but he has elevated his play. And the Steelers aren't going to put much pressure on him. Only five sacks the last six games here. I, I think this is a game that has blowout written all over here. Uh, we're going to go with a blowout special here. I like Philadelphia 34-15 over Pittsburgh. Woo, they took uh, Pittsburgh out to the woodshed on that one right there. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, Lee, those double digits in the NFL make me nervous. Like 20 points in college yep. makes me nervous. Ten and a half makes me nervous. But Pittsburgh's not very good. Kenny Pickett's going through a lot of growing pains right now. And as you mentioned, their defense is not very solid. There you go. Eagles minus ten and a half versus Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, Lee, here we go. No pressure. We're going to close things out here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920 with the Raiders and the Saints. The Raiders picked up the victory over the Texans last week. They improved their record to 2-4. and four. The Saints are 2-5, and five, and in their division, they're actually still in the thick of things. So there you go. Raiders minus one on the road versus New Orleans. How do you see this one shaking out? So they got some problems here in New Orleans. I mean, injuries, their defense is just, I mean, <laughs> a shell of themselves. Offensive line isn't very good. And what are they doing at quarterback? Jameis Winston, they're saying he's healthy. And they're going to go with the red rifle, Andy Dalton. <laughs> I don't get it here. So, you know, he threw two pick sixes. I, I just don't think he's the answer here. Uh, I-, I think they need to go back to Winston here. It gives him the best chance. But uh, for the Raiders' sake, <laughs> you know, we'll take it here. Right. So, Raiders 2-4, and four, but they've outscored opponents by 13 points. Their four losses were five points to the Chargers, six to the Cardinals and OT, and two to the Titans and one to the Chiefs here. Josh Jacobs is on a roll right now. He's on a mission. Uh, Daniel Carlson, uh, record right now, 39 straight field goals here, longest streak in the league here. And, I mean, look what's coming up. They win this game, the Jags, the Colts, mm-hmm. and the Broncos. Yep. Uh, I think they get it going here with Waller back. I mean, just so many weapons here. I think they're feeling good about themselves. I think after this game, they'll be feeling great about themselves. We're going with the raid here. The Raiders, 31-21. Boom, there you go. New Orleans. I like it. 31-21. All the Raider Nation says hallelujah. There you go. Great breakdown right there from Lee Sterling. Raiders minus one versus Saints on Sunday. Early kickoff. You can hear that game right here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Lee, fantastic stuff as always. Anyone wants to reach out to you, get some more information from you, what do they need to do? Just go to ParamountSports.com. Won nine out of 11 weeks. My NFL game of the year goes this weekend. We have not had a losing NFL weekend. We've gone five and oh, four and one, or three and two every single weekend, all seven weeks. I rate my games for my clients from ten to fifty units. We are fifty three and eighteen on our forty to fifty unit plays going back the last twelve years. Fifty unit NFL game of the year goes on Sunday. I found the right game, the right situation the right matchup, and the right line. So we're going to fire away. You want to get involved. Two different options. Baker's dozen, 13 games combined, college and pro, just $147, or an NFL six-pack, just $97. Let's go. ParamountSports.com. Boom, there it is right there. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. You can find Lee on Twitter at ParamountSports. Lee, great stuff, great breakdown. We appreciate you each and every Friday. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. There he goes. Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. And it's so funny, Damon. every single time that we're in break or whatever we're doing, VGK scores. 
So, Danny, what has happened now? Every time. So, uh, <laughs> it looked like Jonathan, Jonathan Marshall so, uh, ripped a shot. It looked like it might be going a little high. Wild Bill, William Carlson, redirected it, and it actually ended up going uh, just under Gibson's blocker. And VGK now leads 3-0. We're about two, just under two minutes to the end of the second. There you go. And Danny really just needs one more goal. One more goal. Let's go, boys. <laughs> Let's go, Knights. Go, Knights, go. There you go. One more goal for Danny, and he's good to go. 4.41 is the time. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Close out the show on this Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings is the spot. It's happy hour somewhere. Guess what? It's happy hour here until 6 o'clock. Come on by. Hang out with us. The World Series first pitch will be at 5.05. VGK is on, and there's so many TVs with so much action. The Topo Chico ladies are here handing out samples. You want to come on by and get hooked up with that, plus plenty of prizes that we have as well. Buffalo Wild Wings Eastern here in Henderson with Radio Nation Radio 920. I think candy corn gets a bad rap. I don't really, I wouldn't say it's top 10 for me, but it's not like, oh God, I gotta eat candy corn. I'm like, all right, I can do it. I hate candy corn. I think I think most American sweets are ridiculous. You guys don't know how to make chocolate, right? Would you rather be turned into a vampire or a werewolf? Depends, Twilight, I'm gonna do vampire. Team Edward? Team Edward. <laughs> Would you guys rather be werewolves or vampires and why? Werewolves. Definitely, baby. definitely a werewolf. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. What was that? Oh, that was just some Raiders players being asked about some Halloween questions. Oh, I got you. Well, you know what? I got something for you, Damon. Danny, you want to pass the news along? I certainly will because we got a winner, winner, <laughs> chicken dinner in the house. We had a Nick-to-Nick Nick connection right down Main Street. Nick Haig passed to Nick Waugh who took it all the way for a breakaway and put the fourth goal past Gibson. The Knights go into intermission, leading 4-0. to zero. Why have they scored four goals when we're in commercial? I think they have somebody listening, and they're like, all right, hey, they're at commercial. They can't break the news, so hurry up and score. Four times they've scored. We've been in break every single time. Every time. That doesn't make any kind of sense. And, 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 and DeMond, this place erupted. When it happened. Was Danny the loudest? I don't even know because I was the angriest. I was like, wait, not while we're in commercial. And I think three of the goals have come within like 30 seconds of going to break. Yeah. Yeah. The last one, I mean, immediately, as soon as I said, it's Red Nation Radio 920, I was like, goal. (laughs) Not like soccer goal, but goal, you know. I feel like I was at the World Cup right there. It's incredible. No, Q, you said not like soccer. I've been in the booth with Jesus when he's calling the game. Oh, I have man. an office next to Jesus. Uh, so have you heard his goal call? <laughs> I've heard everything from Jesus. <laughs> For those who don't know, Jesus, Jesus does the... Jesus uh... makes me pray to Jesus when he's <laughs> in his office doing what he does. <laughs> Jesus provides the uh, Spanish play-by-play broadcast for uh, VGK. And he does a great job. But And I've told you the story before. He He's a ventriloquist as well. Yes, I've seen him working as I've walked past the office. Yeah, well, guess what? His office is next to my office. And so he's doing his ventriloquist act while I'm working. And all of a sudden you hear you hear him, whatever voice. He has multiple voices for his dummy that he has. <laughs> Have you ever inquired about the, uh, the dummy's no, name? <laughs> no, I don't want to know. I hear more than I need to know. <laughs> and the dummy, I mean, he's so, the dummy is so loud. He probably thinks of that about me all the time, just like, oh, that dummy is talking too. But it's really just me. 
But man, his dummy is like. It almost sounds like he's like a French poodle. Like remember that French uh, commercial or cartoon back in the day, uh, Pepe Le Pew. You're too young for him. Oh, no, from Looney Tunes. Yeah, you're too young for him. No, I know all about that. You know, yeah. he was a skunk, but he would be after the cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, come on, man. chasing the cat. Yeah. But no, that's what, look, that's what, is, that's what, uh, that's what Jesus is, his, uh, his dummy sounds like. Sounds like Pepe Le Pew. He's like, hey, we I'm going to do this. Do you know for a fact that the dummy's French or not? No, it just sounds like that. I'm just saying that's what it sounds like, but he's so loud. Like, I'm doing it quiet, but when he's doing the dummy, he's like, we 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 say, whoa, whoa, And then all of a sudden, he'll talk back in Spanish, and I obviously can't do that part either. Yeah, I want to hear you do what you think you hear. No, no, because I might say a bad word on accident. I don't want to be that guy. I might say a bad word on accident. I'm not trying to do that at all. So yeah, that's that's I, it's a lot that I have to. Uh, it's a lot that I got to take in at the office, but it's always good, man. There's a lot of characters that walk around the building. That's the one thing for anyone who's never been to a radio station. The one thing I could tell you for 100% fact, there is a ton of characters. Everybody is their own character. It doesn't matter if you're actually a radio personality or not. Anyone who's in the radio business and in the radio building is a character from salespeople to bosses to producers to the janitor like everyone is their own character and it's really funny i mean every single person in our building has their own character and some of them are cool characters some of them not so cool but they're all their own characters and it's it's hilarious it's one of those things that you just you can't help but crack up even jamie like jamie our engineer right he's his own character kevin He's his own character. I mean, all these cats, man, everyone, they're just their own characters. Yeah, oh, no, I'm glad you mentioned Jamie because Jamie is definitely a character. Him and Kevin, they could have their own show. They're like almost an odd couple of them running around, like, fixing the building's problems. Kevin told me today because I was like, man, it's a ghost town in here. He's like, yeah, nobody's here, you know. So he was just like, we're not here either. Don't ask for anything. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. Nothing wrong with that at all. So there you go. There, there. It was a ghost town at the radio station today for Nevada Day. So that that happens at times. Right now, VGK is up four nothing. They're in intermission right now. The looks like the is this the national anthem about to? Yeah. Okay, the national anthem is being sung right now for the World Series. It gets underway. First pitch will be at five oh five. And we've got about 10 more good minutes here at Buffalo Wild Wings. But we're going to be here because I want to watch the World Series. So the Phillies and Astros will be here watching, enjoying happy hour until 6 o'clock. Every Friday it's so much fun to be at Buffalo Wild Wings and be able to uh, hang out and, and, and do what we do and uh, get ready for another Raider game. And, of course, on Sunday, 10 a.m., everything gets kicked off. Make sure you join JT the Brick and Eric Allen. They'll be at the M Resort early for the pregame show. The pregame show will start at 8 a.m., at the M Resort, and you can watch the game there as well. They got some really good seats there. You can check them out, and they'll have the post game show following also at the M Resort. And hopefully, they're talking about a Raiders W, but that'll be going on at the M Resort, and you can hear that on Raider Nation Radio 920 as well. Mailman Raider Tony, we got a lot of mailmen that text in. I love it. We got the delivery service that we have listening to the shows are great. Mailman Raider Tony said, laughing out loud with Jesus and his dummies comment. Good one, Q. I'm telling you. I'm trying to tell you, man, that is a funny, funny situation going on when that dude starts uh, doing his little ventriloquist act. You missed him. He was actually here. 
He was here? He was here. He went on with, uh, with Harry right before you for about uh, five or ten minutes. Was it him and his dummy, or was it just him? No, nah, it was just him. Oh, okay. He had to prepare for the Golden Knights game. Oh, okay. He had to get the Golden Pipes ready. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Well, that's cool. He does a good job. He, he really does. And I'm telling you, man, I'm a, uh, I'm a culture guy, so I like to learn about different cultures. Sometimes it's forced on me, and sometimes I just learn it, you know, on my own. This one's kind of a little mix of both, but I like it, right? I like it. <laughs> it is great. So I'm okay with that, you know? That's how we roll. We like to have a good time. So, so there, there's that. So, anyway, Buffalo Wild Wings is the spot. Sometimes we get off the rails, man. Sometimes we go off the rails here. I know it. I know it. I can't help it. Let's, let's talk to a guy who's definitely not off the rails at all. Raider Mac, welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother? What's up? What's up, fellas? Hey, man, I can't wait. I can't wait for that game on Sunday. Hey, I think the key to the game is even if they stop the run, we need we need to keep running the ball. They just even if they they load up the box for keep running the ball, because sooner or later you're gonna break their spirit, and then you can go over the top. Um, also on defense, we 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 gotta we gotta stop Kamara and the run game. And Andy Dalton, this is not gonna be another easy. This is gonna be a hard game too. So it's not gonna be a pushover game like everybody. You know, everybody counting these wins. You can't yeah. count wins till you till it's but Q, I just want to say something. Is there any way, uh, I want to say, is there any way that the team, you know, as far as they stand for two two weeks like that, I don't know if you remember Jack Real, Jack Real, Jack Del Rio did the same thing too. Um, we, we played Jack, we won both games, Jacksonville and another game. I don't know if it was, it was, it was another team that we played, but we stayed out for two weeks. Now, in those two weeks, where are they going to practice at? Are they going to 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 um, Florida to IMG? Yeah, and, they're going to okay. be at they're okay. going to be at IMG Academy. Okay, because I I remember Jack Del Rio did it, and we won both games. Um, yeah, and and I just want to say also, man, y'all doing a great job, and, and and let's continue that. But the the big thing for this weekend is just don't panic if you get down. Just relax and let the crowd die. It's going to be a lot of Raider fans. I, I went to the Michael Crabtree and the uh, Brooks game, the two New Orleans games that we played down there, and we won both of them. Yeah. And, and I think the biggest key right now is just run the ball. Run the ball, even if they stop us. Even if they stop us, keep running. Don't stop running the ball and get pass happy. Because their secondary is not that good because they miss, they miss like three players, but that's not our problem. Right. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Great call. Definitely appreciate you. And, yeah, I think it's smart. I really do think it's smart that they're staying on the East Coast, going directly from New Orleans to Florida. And the other reason I think it's really smart, and I mentioned this on yesterday's show, is that Jacksonville is playing uh, Denver this week in London. So the Raiders play on Sunday in New Orleans, and as soon as they finish that game, they get on that bird and fly to Florida, and they're good. Well, as soon as the, the Broncos and the – Jaguars, they 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 finished. They got to fly back from London, and I realize it's not as far as flying all the way to the West Coast, but it's still, you know, it's a totally different time zone. It's it's a different feel. You got to get your legs under you, and for the Raiders to already be there, I think that that's an advantage. I don't. I'm not saying it's gonna it's a game changer where it's gonna make them win the game because they did this, but I do think that there's something to it. I think it's very smart by Coach McDaniel's and company to do that and just uh, stay away and stay on the East Coast. The other thing, as Deron Harmon mentioned to us on the show on Wednesday when he called in, it's good for the camaraderie. 
They get away from here. They get away from family and friends, and it's all them. So all they have is themselves, and so they can just kind of continue to build and, uh, and come together and really be focused on the task at hand. I think that's a big deal as well. So we'll see, uh, we'll see how everything goes. Damon, I know we don't have a lot of time. Let everyone know where you're going to be one, one more time tomorrow. All right, like I said, me and my good, close, personal friend, Riley Smith, we're going to be at the Toyota dealership on Centennial and And right off the 95, so you can come check both of us out. There it is. Make it happen. Tomorrow afternoon, it's going down with Damon, and we'll talk about it all on Monday here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Have a great weekend. Attorney Matt Hoffman with Battleborn Injury Lawyers. A common question we get is what to do when someone hits you, 